Welcome to the Freeman Void if you're watching on BitChute or YouTube. However, if you're listening on the podcast FMA, which stands for Freeman's Addendum, not Fuck My Ass. I know a lot of people have been saying that FMA stands for Fuck My Ass, which I should just start embracing Fuck My Ass. Start saying that's what it stands for. But if you're watching on the, uh, if you're listening on the podcast FMA Mad World, Freeman's Addendum Mad World, thank you for listening. I'm your host, Victus D Void. By the way, guys, I did put out a book a newer book uh it's, it's a little it's a short story book it's like a horror slash fiction slash kind of fairy tale kind of setting it's called corinth corinth mr chuckles and the blissful annihilation check it out it's on uh amazon and ebook format i haven't got the uh physical or the uh physical version set up yet but i will I will have it set up, so go ahead and check it out. It's, all, it's called Corinth, Mr. Chuckles, and the Blissful Annihil- Annihilation. The Blissful Annihilation. And well, I, I, I put up my name, my the name as the author on the um, on the book, and I, I have it set up as Vic D. Void instead of Victus D. Void. I think I'm gonna start going by Vic D. instead, or, or just Vic. Uh, cause Victor seems to be a bit too much for people sometimes. So I'm going to stick with Vic for now on. So I'm your host, Mr. Vic D void. Um, cause I got the D, the long D. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Silly joke. Stupid joke. I'm a dummy. Uh, let's talk about the main topic I want to bring up today. And that is, um, so I think a few weeks back I put out an episode, uh, concerning Austria's, uh, mandatory vaccination program. But recently I found out that on March 9th, uh, Austria has suspended its compulsory vaccination mandate um, because w- there was, you know, massive protests in Austria that our government or our media chose not to cover, obviously, because they don't want to put out information that challenges the uh, status quo. Uh, but uh, what really happened was a bunch of Austrians decided that they, they really weren't going to sit down and allow, the, and allow the government to tell them what they should be afraid of and, you know, how to go about their lives. So they decided to protest. So I want to read this article I found. Obviously, it's titled COVID, Austria Suspends Compulsory Vaccination Mandate. Woo. <laughs> so it starts off with Austria has decided to suspend its mandate for compulsory COVID-19 vaccinations for over 18 or for people over 18 days before it was due to start uh, enforcing it. It was the first EU country to adopt the measure. The government now says it considers it disproportionate to the threat posed by the Omicron variant. Hmm, interesting. So you're telling me now that the government decides that maybe the threat of this pandemic is not uh, is not enough of a uh, well threat to you know warrant such extreme measure- measures like a mandatory vaccination uh, law. Plus extreme lockdowns, you know, because these lockdowns are really screwing up most of the economies in the West. Uh, people always want to bring up China, that China's doing well. <laughs> China's not doing well. They're, they're just lying about their numbers. And even if they are doing well, it's because they are a totalitarian system. All right. They have no freedom. They have no setup. They have no their, their government is not sophisticated. Their their society is their, their people function like that you know there people have the mentality of a spoiled brat who's just demanding that it's his mommy and daddy do things for them because his mommy and daddy promised them that they will do things for him so they're just you know they just 
their society is crap. So don't bring up China when you want to talk to me about how economies can still thrive under lockdowns. No, most of the lockdowns in the West uh, have screwed over most of the well strong economies in the West, like America, uh, like the the UK. Although I think the UK should break up and Scotland and Ireland should have their freedom finally, because uh, the, <laughs> the bankers of the of Great Britain are not good people and should be demonized and destroyed utterly. <laughs> But, you know, I guess American bankers aren't good people at all either because they're all part of the same family. Um, so I'm going to continue on with this article. Health Minister Johan Rush. Rush. I don't, know, I don't know how to pronounce that. If you're German, it's spelled R-A-U-C-H. Yeah, he said that the decision would be reviewed again in three months and could be reintroduced if a new variant made it necessary. Ooh, that's a little hint, hint that maybe they're just waiting for people to forget about it. So when things do pop off again, which they probably will, because they probably got more things in the cooks, in the works, you know, to pop up out of nowhere to create a sense of urgency that, you know, justifies a power grab by the government that, you know, they're just waiting for us to, oh, my phone, my, there's, there's a little notification. Wow. Oh, wow. You know, oh, okay. Thanks, 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 phone. Thanks, phone, for distracting me. Okay, <laughs> let's ignore that. Um, yeah, they're just looking for reasons to give them, uh, you know, just justification to get for a little, a little power grab. You know, they want to uh, establish their control over the populace. I've said this um, many times, so I'm just gonna uh, move on with the article. It comes as nearly 48,000 new infections were announced in Austria, more than at any time since the pandemic began. More than 2,500 people are being treated in normal hospital wards in 182 intensive care, but the Omicron variant has not led to a surge in admissions uh, as feared. Hmm. Well, maybe because the Omicron variant is nothing but horseshit. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe because it's not a threat that warrants such extreme measures like a mandatory vaccination. I'm not going to read any more about this article. I just wanted, wanted to bring it up to you guys that you can fight back. You can stand up to your BS government. You can stand up to them. You don't have to bow down and, and give them complete control of your lives just because they say we are the government and that's that. You know, like I know... I know it's not easy, of course, but we, you know, this, the year that 2022 is, is going to be a testing ground or a testing year where they see just how much they can, they, what they can do to distract us from, you know, the severity of, or at least the seriousness, the graveness of the situation, the, the position we are in as far as what we do or what we allow them to do will change how everything works in, you know, the next coming well, the rest of history, because we have the Great Reset, uh, you know, cooking up in, in Europe with the WEF or the World Economic Forum just deciding to establish a social credit score uh, in Ukraine that they're hoping the rest of the world just picks up, which is quite literally a, a, the formation of a dystopian society that we've all been warned about. Yet, for some reason, people seem to think it's a good idea to just embrace this. OK, but, you know. Whatever, you know, I, I'm just, I'm not going to worry about these things really because there's no point, you know, like I, I realize now that the people who want to just follow the rules because, you know, like nothing's more embarrassing to me than a man or a woman, a, an adult man and woman who want to follow the rules, 
even if the rules do not make sense. You know, like, I, I guess, yes, I am a person who believes in God, and sometimes when, you know, faith is, is concerned, things do not make sense. But my faith has nothing to do with you. I don't care what gay people or other people do outside of, you know, my life. I just don't want you to expect me to conform to your lifestyle or, or accept it. I'm going to do my own thing over here and be faithful here, but you cannot force me to live your life. My issue is when people obey the government because they're the government and demand that we all follow in their footsteps. You know, it doesn't make sense to me. Like when the government has showed time and time again that they're not to be trusted, even in any situation, like you are better off ignoring the government and trusting those closest to you. Like you really are. Most, I'm going to say 98% of the time, you will be better off just trusting those closest to you and your family with your well-being than you than you would be if you gave the government complete control over your lives just for, you know, a false sense of security. But, you know, there's no point in really talking about it, really. So let's move on to another topic I really want to discuss. This topic comes from an old article that came out back in 2021. I guess, you know, that's not really that old. It came out in October on October uh, 3rd, 2021 at 2 a.m. So the, the title of this article is going to let you know exactly what kind of craziness I want to talk about today. And it starts off with give Amazon and Facebook a seat at the United Nations. Wow. <laughs> Wowzers. So if you guys watch Star Wars, I know I'm a big Star Wars fan, and I even watched the, the Clone Wars series. And in the Clone Wars series, there was this, uh, you know, there, of course, there was the Galactic Senate where all the planets came uh, to to have, you know, discussions about the Galactic Republic and how it, you know, conducts itself, you know. And in this Galactic Senate, there was a trade union, a banking union, and a, a techno union. I, I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. Basically, it was all the most powerful industries in banking, uh, trade, and technology. Uh, they had a seat within the government system, the Galactic Senate. They had representatives uh, working on behalf of them to influence the government process. And that in itself was one of the biggest signs that the Galactic Republic was beyond corrupt in the first place. So if we step back into the real world and we read crazy articles like this. So I, cause just because it's an article, you know, that does not mean it's, it's not going to become reality in the next few years. So let's get into this article really. Uh, it starts off with, given the scope of their ambitions and our independence in them, or our dependence on them, behemoth brands should be treated and held to account for what they really are, commercial superpowers. Hmm, hmm, that makes sense. So why are we letting commercial superpowers influence influence our governments? Why? That doesn't make sense. It should be the exact opposite. The government's supposed to be working for the people. Isn't the entire idea of America, of an American system, a government for the people, by the people, or controlled by the people, whatever. I don't think I said it right, but you know what I mean. Why should America, which is part of the UN, I'm pretty sure we are the most powerful nation that is part of the UN. Why would America subject itself to the authority of commercial superpowers in the UN? Doesn't make sense. Sounds very counterintuitive to the American idea or the American mission, which is general upper mobility for the masses or the general populace. 
The article continues with, It's getting harder to distinguish brands from nation-states. The resemblance is not simply semiotics. Yeah, of course it's getting harder to distinguish between brands and nation-states. That's because governments have allowed brands to influence nation-states to the point where whole banks literally control nations. Yes, nations. The Federal Reserve, which is a privately owned bank, controls America. Well, the article continues with a bizarre comparison between logos, which they compare with flags, anthems, which they can uh, compare with jingles and, you know, uh, company jingles from advertisements, and taglines, which they compare with mottos, mission statements, which they compare to constitutions. <laughs> what? They're comparing company mission statements to constitutions. Wow. Wowzers. See, this is how you know we, we are screwed. Like, you're literally screwed. If you're sitting sitting at home and you're listening to this, understand you are screwed. They, the upper elites, the controllers of the media, are comparing mission statements to constitutions. Oh, it's just a simple comparison in an article. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Okay, go, t go ahead and tell yourself that. Go ahead and tell yourself that when you're fighting for McDonald's in some fucking ab absurd nation, ob obscure nation, halfway across the world, just so McDonald's can, you know, set up a fucking restaurant chain down there as well, you know? Like, I'm sure it's not exactly gonna go like that, but it's gonna be something uh, similar. We are basically doing that already when, whenever we get involved uh, in oil wars for our to secure oil for our major oil corporations. Like, it's, you know, like, we are already being controlled by corp corporations, and now they're, what they are doing, what this article is doing, it's trying to, instead of corporations controlling our nations from these shadows, they are now coming out from these shadows and trying to inject the idea of more corporate involving in our governmental processes. Yeah, you know, they're trying to make it more public so that we accept corporate involvement into our life. Customer, citizens, oh, more of these comparisons. They compare customers to citizens, shareholders to legislators, boards of directors to executives, chairmen to monarchs, CEOs to presidents, and oversight boards to judges. <laughs> Dude, we're screwed. We're screwed. There, there's no... <laughs> Like it's it's never been more never been more obvious until like now like I guess like this article is just so blatant like that we're just screwed. There's nothing we can do. It's like oh my gosh. Like every time I think there's a chance. Like you know I read that article uh, that I just discussed about Austria uh, suspending its mandatory vaccination, and I think to myself, yes, it's possible for us to fight against the system. But then I read this. And I just shit myself. Like, I shouldn't be doing that because, like, you know, it's it's inevitable. We already know what's coming. But, like, damn it, man. It sucks to realize just how screwed we actually are. Like, we are, we're done. Like, there's nothing we can do. Like, I, I, have, I keep on having these images of some grand or these fantasies of some grand revolution. But it's, it's just going to crash and burn. Or at least they're going to utilize the revolution to paint a narrative that, you know, only uh, gives them more justification to gain power or grab power, I should say. But whatever. Let's continue on with this article. Um, 
Walmart Inc. employs roughly uh, the, the population of Botswana. Microsoft Corporation's market cap is greater than Brazil's GDP. FedEx, FedEx Corp. has five times more planes than Air India, LTD. The more substantial resemblance derives from the breadth, uh, the breadth of brand ambition and the depth of our brand dependency. Take the current global chip crisis. Nowadays, ever-increasing tracts of world economy rely on the pure water foundry market, uh, of which 55% is controlled by the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing uh, Co. or Corporation. Not only does TSMC pick which businesses get the chips they need and which countries get its new fab factories, the company's leadership has warned nation-states against competitive onshoring and advised China to not invade. Um, all right, I guess that's great. As to an invasion by China, said TSMC chairman Mark Liu, or Liu, Louis, whatever, I can't pronounce, I, I think it's Liu, I can't pronounce Asian names. Let me tell you, everybody wants to have a peaceful Taiwan Strait, because it is to every country's benefit, but also because of the semiconductor supply chain in Taiwan. No one wants to disrupt it. If this all sounds a tad whimsical, comparing gadflies to go, to Goliaths, Goliaths, I can't I can't speak English. Whatever, it may be because of the cultural dominance of the Westphalian system, under which the global balance of power has been envisioned since 1648 as mosaic of as as a mosaic of centrally controlled and culturally unified nation states, each wielding a monopoly of force inside uh, mutually recognized borders. In reality, this, uh, these Westphalian axioms have always been more or less fluid. State sovereignty is regularly pooled militarily, uh, legally, and economically. Central control has repeatedly yielded to demands for democracy and regional autonomy. Cultural unity has been fragmented by religious freedom, mass migration, and globalization, the monopoly of force is increasingly challenged by the stateless terror and non-state cyber attacks, and the sanctity of state borders has been violated by the miasmas, miasmas of pollution, climate change, invasive species, and infectious disease. That said, for all its limitations, the Westphalian vision of sovereignty remains a useful lens through which to assess the emergence of brands as global players in their own right. I'm not going to read any more of this article. It's just them trying to uh, look for any little bits of reasoning to justify their absurd, uh, you know, <laughs> beliefs that, you know, Amazon should have a presence. Not obviously, because, you know, where does it end? Where does it end for, M for you know involving corporate entities into our governmental process once you let Facebook and Amazon into it, you know, like, where does it stop? I don't see it stopping at all, you know, <laughs> there's no reason to believe it would stop, because all it's going to lead to is governments finding their biggest corporations and funding them to get more involved into the UN once, you know, we start allowing American corporations to get in. And once China lets its corporations get involved in the UN, it's it's over, <laughs> you know, because all Chinese corporations are extensions of the Chinese military and government. It's basically just having the CCP get involved in our in the world global system. And regardless, like, I don't even care if it's about China or not. I care that it's happening in the first place or it's being suggested because we all know how these things work. First, they bring up, bring these things up as talking points for us to consider. Then 10 years down, down the line, it's happening. 
it's happening and there's nothing you can do about it because we've already become familiar with it. So we all just accept that this is happening. We are screwed. Like we're so screwed. We we're so screwed. It sucks to think about because you you want to have you want to have hope for the future. You want to believe that it's possible that we can change things. But no, we're we're not we're not going to change anything because we're unwilling to take action. I'm not saying I'm not arguing for a revolution. I'm argue, I'm arguing for a complete disconnection from the hive. You know we need to disconnect people with the same mentality the same beliefs should disconnect and connect with one another and form a union a network that allows us to survive separately from our grand body of global or from the glo grand body of global evil the global dollhouse you know like we need to separate from their system or we'll be even more screwed like there's nothing we can do about it once they officialize their system of pure corruption i already read to you guys that article but from the last episode about Ukraine uh, or the WEF social credit score, imagine what's going to happen now that you have Amazon being involved with it. You know, like, first off, you're going to have the complete destruction of all or any form of competition between corporations once Amazon is let on. Even just Amazon alone, like not, not just Amazon alone, I mean, uh, just any corporate entity being involved in, in the UN or any government. And I guess I shouldn't be arguing against it now because it's already happening, really. But we shouldn't start accepting it now that it's out in the open. Like, we shouldn't be more accepting it and willing to understand it now that it's out in the open. It The fact that it's... I, I'm just rambling at this point, man. I'm just angry and annoyed. I'm just really annoyed that this is happening and we, we're not doing anything about it, you know? Like... Whatever, man. I'm just mad and, and, and sad and unbelievably horny. <laughs> Whatever, man. Thanks for listening, man. Check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. Check out my other book I just uh, put out, please. I'd appreciate it. Um, aside from that, boys and girls, uh, you know, thank you. It's your man, Victus Devoid. Stay focused, stay alert, and of course, God bless.